0: Welcome to Signal from the Noise by Podcast Notes, the best ideas from the world's best podcasts in minutes. Please enjoy the notes from the Science of Healthy Hair, Hair Loss and How to Regrow Hair, Huberman Lab, Introduction Was Hair, Biology and Psychology Stem cells give rise to hairs we have on our heads and the surface of our body, every hair we have is there because of a stem cell population that gives rise to that hair. Parts of hair, hair root is the portion below the skin, the shaft is the part that grows out above the skin. At the base there's a pocket, hair cave, below the root with a population of stem cells, melanin also lives here and gives hair color. Next to every hair root below the skin is a sebaceous gland, sebum is the oil produced by these glands. Sebum is a strong antibacterial and hydrates the hair. The erector pili muscle lies below bulb and goes to surface of skin, This is what gives rise to goosebumps and makes hairs stand. Capillaries go into the bulb region to support stem cells and melanocyte, delivering oxygen and nutrients. Hairs are made up of a bunch of little proteins called keratin. People experience tremendous anxiety and even depression about hair loss. Psychological well-being can impact the coloration and growth rate of hair. By age 50, about 50% of men and women will experience some sort of hair loss, Hair loss is ongoing from age 30 but by age 50 it becomes more noticeable. There are mechanical, such as scalp massaging, and chemical, such as hormone shampoos, approaches to slowing and reversing hair loss. Why Hair Grows Three phases of hair growth life cycle. Antigen phase, stem cells in the bulb give rise to proteins that make up hair. Hair grows deep within the root and up through the skin. The growth phase varies depending on location – Hairs on the head can grow for about 8 years if uncut. Hairs on eyebrows grow about 4.2 mm per month but will fall out every few months. Catagen phase. Hair recedes from the bulb up toward the surface, in other words, recedes from inside out. Telogen phase. No new hair or proteins are added by stem cells. Stem cell pinches off and recedes and dies, taking stem cells and melanocyte with it. Hair on the scalp can re-enter the growth antigen phase in proper conditions. Dihydrotestosterone (DHT) causes changes in the bulb region where stem cells reside. It shortens or halts the antigen phase of hair growth and extends or promotes the catagen/intelligent phase. There are real biochemical reasons testosterone makes your hair fall out. Hair growth accelerators. Minoxidil, aka Rogaine, was initially developed to treat hypertension by causing vasodilation. It was also found to slow the loss of hair by extending the antigen phase via increasing blood flow to hair cells. Side effects and importance of dosing, can lower blood pressure too much depending on the sensitivity, can increase prolactin, can affect dopamine release, antagonistic to prolactin, may induce gynecomastia, can lower libido, can be used prescription and non-prescription and topical, on the scalp for 3-5 to minutes, or oral, dose varies widely from 25 milligrams to 5 mg. Start with a low dose and increase as needed depending on need and side effects. Minoxidil is a long-term solution, maybe even the rest of life. Mechanical accelerators heating, lighting, or massaging of the scalp is designed to increase blood flow to the scalp. Expanding blood vessels and capillaries in this way won't completely halt or reverse hair loss but it will put you in a better position to keep the hair you have a strong genetic predisposition. Tadalafil aka Cialis low dose 2.5 to 5 milligrams was initially discovered to treat prostrate and found to increase blood flow to scalp and stem cell niche. Won't reverse hair loss but will slow the rate of hair loss like minoxidil. Platelet-rich plasma, PRP, injection is being used in multiple regions of the body, including scalp. It's not stem cells. PRP is legal in U.S. and other places. It takes platelets and injects back into the body to encourage nutrient delivery. Moderately successful but no sufficient clinical data to suggest a strong recommendation. Microneedling over the scalp has been shown to reactivate hairs in the telogen phase and stimulate more hair growth, as well as a good augment to hormone-based treatments, like minoxidil. Low-level inflammation can cause changes in cells to reactive again. Microneedling seems to have some positive benefits but the studies aren't great. Botox is a bacterial toxin that cuts the protein that leads to synaptic release. When used for hair growth, it is applied to the scalp to relieve tension in the scalp to decrease tensile nature of scalp skin. The efficacy of Botox in the scalp is not well studied and does need to be performed by someone skilled to ensure the correct dose. Chemicals that positively or negatively hair growth. Insulin growth factor 1, IGF-1, is a strong accelerator of hair growth by extending the androgen phase for a longer period of time, Cyclic AMP is also a stimulator of hair growth follicles, acting as a messenger between the surface of cells and transmitting deep within the cells. This also extends the androgen phase. Things that shorten the androgen phase extend the catagen phase or telogen phase. Two breaks on growth: phosphodiesterase, parade, and TGF-beta2. Androgen-related alopecia: pattern hair loss is testosterone and testosterone derivative-related hair loss, which takes place in men and women. A healthy woman has higher levels of testosterone than estrogen, but less testosterone than men. Androgens inhibit IGF-1 and cyclic AMP-DHT itself is not bad but does inhibit hair growth. The pattern of androgen receptors you inherit does come from your mother's genes though it's not as simple as looking at your mother's father to determine whether you'll be bald. Androgen receptors on the face are also responsible for hair growth on, similarly, wherever you grow hair, You can assume you have a high density of androgen receptors there. Leveraging chemicals to stimulate hair growth or halt hair loss. Caffeine is a potent parade inhibitor that indirectly stimulates IGF-1. Remember, IGF-1 is a strong accelerator of hair growth and reduces apoptosis of cell niche. You can't just drink more caffeine but topical caffeine application 3x per week can be as potent as minoxidil without the side effects both minoxidil and caffeine are preventative for hair loss over time, and not to create new hair growth. Increasing IGF-1 will directly stimulate hair growth. Sleep at a habitual window to get natural growth hormone release at night. You can also use prescription IGF-1 or growth hormone. Remember growth hormone increases the growth of everything so there is an increased cancer risk. Increase insulin sensitivity because being insulin resistant and obese can lead to hair loss myoinositol, berberine, and metformin prescription, can all help but try exercise and a healthy diet first. Iron and ferritin play a key role in the cell growth pathway that goes from stem cells to stimulation of keratin within the hair cell. DHT shortens the hair growth phase and miniaturizes the hair follicle. Salt palmetto extract, dose 50 to 100 mg per serving up to 300 mg per day, will help hold on to some hair and maybe grow new hair but it's not a robust treatment in and of itself, reduces 5-alpha reductase, therefore reducing DHT. Curcumin is known in some people to be a potent inhibitor of 5-alpha reductase and DHT. Ketoconazole shampoo, heaps and other vendors below it and disrupts some of the fungal growth on the scalp and reinforces the property of sebum oil, with about an 80% response rate when used 3-4x per week concentration has to be at least 2% or higher concentration, side effects can affect about 8% of people and can lead to dry and bitter hair. Finasteride reduces DHT and can increase hair growth by about 20% and can reduce hair loss in 90% of users. Side effects are significant if not dosed properly, there is an oral form and topical form, harder to dose but fewer side effects, start with the lowest effective dose and be patient, it could take a few months to kick in. Tablet dosing, 0.5 to 1.0 mg per day seems to be the effective and safe starting point for most. Topical dosing, 1 mL, minimum 2%, used once per week. Post-finasteride symptom has been increasingly reported. Males taking finasteride who stop taking it experience very significant symptoms like reduced mood, libido, erectile function, etc. This occurs more in males in their 20s and 30s than in older males. Dutasteride taken orally, about 0.5 to 2.5 mg taken orally works 2.5x faster than finasteride and reduces DHT by 95%. Associated with a lot of side effects, reduced sex drive, gynecomastia etc. This is a drastic route, don't start here. Be patient with other treatments first. Articles and other resources. Articles. Microneedling and its use in hair loss disorders a systematic review dermatology and therapy, caffeine and its pharmacological benefits in the management of androgenetic alopecia, a review, skin pharmacology and physiology, the effectiveness of combination therapies for androgenetic alopecia, a systematic review and meta-analysis, dermatologic therapy, Differential effects of caffeine on hair shaft elongation, matrix and outer root sheath keratinocyte proliferation, and transforming growth factor beta 2 slash insulin-like growth factor 1 mediated regulation of the hair cycle in male and female human hair follicles in vitro, British Journal of Dermatology. The Structure of People's Hair, Peerge Other Resources Keeps. Nurex Sienna Health Intelligent Mabel Holazitix. How I plus co. Micro-needling stamps and rollers. That wraps up the notes for this episode. 5-star ratings are very much appreciated. Don't forget to go to podcastnotes.org and subscribe to our free newsletter. The top 10 ideas of the week. Every Monday.